All right, welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 39 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. For every week, I am joined by my co-host for the Box Office Beatdown Show from Elsie's Screen Talk. We have Larry. Larry, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. How about you? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Getting stuff ready for the holidays. How's your Christmas shopping going? Done? It's pretty much done. Yeah. Well, that's good. 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 I'm I'm <laughs> I'm a late shopper, so I've gotten stuff for one person. No, I gotta I finish. <laughs> I'm really bad. Um, <laughs> but how you been? We missed our show last week. I know life so. just sometimes gets in the way, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> Especially with some of my some of my work shifts that have been yeah. at the end of the year, they get a little crazy. Um. But, I mean, last week, really nothing opened. Uh, Playmobil, Mm -hmm. uh, we'll catch you up. Playmobil had one of the worst wide-release openings of all time. That was the major news story of the week. (laughs) Yeah, it was was awful. Awful. Um, Playmobil, I wanted to get on here and rant about that, about how awful that opening was. That's what what we were looking forward to talking about. (laughs) Yeah, that was was the... That was the main thing, and I'm looking on this list right here, right now. I don't know about Playmobil this week either, but um, all right, let's get into some box office. I'm very excited to have this show back on the air and stuff. Yeah. Even though one week always just feels so awkward not having the show on and stuff, but we're back this week, everyone. Um, today we had the opening week. We have the weekend of. December 13th, and we had the opening releases for Richard Jewell, Jumanji The Next Level, and Black Christmas. Oh my god, that Rotten Tomatoes score should be way lower. But uh, we have those movies, and as well as we have the fourth week for Frozen 2, uh, we have third week for Knives Out, and so on. So without further ado, Larry, what came in number one? Yes, coming in with a huge opening weekend, we have Jumanji The Next Level which debuted at number one with 60.1 million, which is a big uptick from the 36 million the first one debuted with, even when accounting in the full five days the first one opened with. That was a 52 million opening over five days. So this is a huge number for the Jumanji sequel, starring The Rock and Kevin Hart. The film also brought in 152.5 international, which makes its big Worldwide debut at 212.6 million. Um, this is I was not expecting this at all, but um they had a master plan. Sony had a master plan for this movie since the first one did so well. Uh the first one did around these like no, the first one did about like what 35, I believe. Yeah, 35 um, for the three day. So they were banking on let's do another two year or two year wait. Let's open up against not against, but like let's open up next to Star Wars and let's see what happens. And this is what happened the um back in 2017 with the uh, Welcome to the Jungle came out. So um, I'm not surprised. 60 million is a lot of, is a little more than I would expect for this movie. Yeah. But um yeah, this is good all around. I thought the, I thought I thought the movie was okay, but you know I um definitely wasn't expecting 60 million. You know. Yeah, and it did score an A-minus cinema score. It had a 56% male audience, and only 29% of the audience was over the age of 25. So a really young crowd came out for this second Jumanji sequel. Um, I'm also a little bit shocked, because I don't think the 
trailers. I mean, I guess they weren't bad, but they also weren't great. But that's pretty much the case for the first one, too. And that went almost to get a billion dollars. So, yeah, um, absolutely. I, I've never liked the trailer at all. Um, and the movie as a whole, that was the one thing I was afraid of. I was like, if they, if they, um, if this thing stays with the voices and stuff like that, then I'm just gonna be, I don't know. But I, um, it, it stays the entire movie. But I guess it didn't, it didn't kind of, it didn't keep away audiences as far as trailers go. Say, um, what do you think? It Dwayne is, about is a little bit much? nicer today than he was when he walked out of that theater. <laughs> it was just a little bit nicer of a tone right now. <laughs> it was just, it was one of those, um, it was one of those like things where like I knew it was gonna happen. But like it was, it was like I thought. I, I, I thought it was fine. It's just I just didn't. I feel like as far as a sequel goes, if it's not broke, don't fix it. You know. And they try. They wanted to try something new with like let's have the Rock play Danny DeVito and Kevin Hart. Yeah, the Kevin Hart uh, played um, um, Danny Glover. And I was like, I don't. I don't know how I feel about this. I was like, I'd be fine if this if this only lasts like five minutes or so but it doesn't it lasts the entire movie and i'm like oh my god um not the entire movie but like you know the majority so yeah what do you think it is about this jumanji movie because like you can't say you can't say it's like it's you can't say it's just the rock because hobbs and shaw didn't even do this much you know hobbs and shaw didn't do this much movies like skyscraper and rampage don't do that crazy and then kevin hart like yeah he has like some some um, good releases like the upside did pretty well. It did well for a couple of weeks. And um, uh, what is this movie? The um, something night, something night with uh, last year with Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. Like how how that movie did night it school. okay? Night school, I think, didn't do so great. It did okay. That's what I'm saying. So what what is it about this? Is it is it the concept? Is it the nostalgia? Is it the name Jumanji itself? Or what do you think? Yeah, I think um, I think it's probably a combination. I think the the combination of the stars works in its favor when you throw Jack Black into the mix as well, um, and then you have that. I, I really think the first one benefited from the nostalgia the most, but here they are again. So the the fact that people really enjoyed that last one, um, I definitely think is what made this number inflate like it did. Because everybody was shocked that they had fun with the last Jumanji and did that. Uh, Central Intelligence also did really well the last time Kevin Hart and The Rock uh, teamed up for a comedy together. That movie went on to make big numbers so i think it just is like a a perfect storm a perfect strike in the age of all these reboots that are failing i think jumanji struck up nostalgia but differentiated itself enough from the first 90s one to to make it worth people's interest i guess um yeah i I mean i guess i um it's just very it's just very interesting to see that it does it did so well. Not that I'm knocking on it doing so well, but um I'm I'm curious to see how it does next week because sixty million is not a number to like bat your eye at yeah, at all. That's you know, great. sixty million is a really, really good opening. So I'm curious. I'm excited I'm excited to see what it does up against uh the last the rise of Skywalker next week. Um so yeah. We might um, have right. a billion dollar uh entry here. Uh we might. I mean we might it, it opened this much bigger than the first one, and that first one legged its way so close to reaching a billion. Didn't quite make it, but came close. If Sony could if, if Sony could pull two billion dollar movies this year, I'm gonna be baffled. But it might happen. <laughs> I mean it might happen with um we had Far From Home earlier this year. Yeah. And now we'll possibly have um we'll probably have uh um this movie. So I mean this we'll one see. With no aid from Marvel. 
No aid from Marvel, no aid from Avengers Endgame. It's just completely Sony if they can get this one there. Yeah, so that's good. I mean, that's good good on them, you know. Um, all right, so what do we got for number two? So speaking of billion dollars, we are now talking about Frozen 2, which finally slipped out of that number one position after holding on for three weeks. Frozen 2 made another $19.18 million in its fourth weekend of release, which brings the latest Disney animated sequel up to a total of $366.5 million domestic, and it finally crossed it $1.03 billion worldwide so this was another 45 percent drop for frozen 2 it continues to just kill it at the box office another billion dollars for uh for disney we kind of saw this billion coming dollars for another disney this one. Was, i think uh obviously the marvel films i i don't know that captain marvel was was a shoe-in for billion but of course i think all of us uh, Clearly, knew Avengers Endgame was going to get there. We well, yeah, knew, right. I think most of us predicted Lion King would get there, and I think most of us predicted Frozen Two would get there, as well as uh, you know Rise of Skywalker. But man, Disney is just killing. We didn't it. predict Aladdin. We didn't predict no. like you know what I'm saying. So that's why that's I mean, why it's insane. Yeah, and then again, we just talked about it. Yeah, Sony gets the credit, but with a heavy assist from. Disney again to get their one billion dollar film into the to the mix. So Disney just unstoppable. I mean, this is definitely the year of Disney. They are breaking all of the records. Toy Story Four getting in there as well. I mean, mm-hmm. it just it's insane. It's an insane feat for the company to just dominate like they've done this year. Yeah, it's it's insane. Um, I'm not gonna be one of those who's like, oh my god, Disney this and Disney that. Disney, uh, we should be scared about all this. But it's like, I mean, they do what they have to do, I guess, you know. And they're they're raking in these people are going to go see these movies. People are interested and stuff. So I mean, it's it's not a problem for me. Um, as long as the quality, as long yeah. as the quality's there, you know. I'm definitely interested to see. If they're going to go for a full trilogy now, um, now that Frozen 2 is also a billion-dollar film, a question. it's a question, held yeah. on very well. Um, it's finally going to start getting some competition with Spies in Disguise. Because, again, let's be real, Playmobil was no competition. That that no, no. might as well not even been released. It did not hurt Frozen in the slightest for animated films. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see, are they going to make this a trilogy? I'm sure we'll get more shorts, because um, that's, as you know, Toy Story spawned a million short films over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is a pretty insane number for a Disney sequel. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what else we got uh, going on as far as um as far as animation goes. It it does kind of breathe new some more life into animation. Um, I mean, we'll see how Spy what Spies in Disguise does, but um, yeah, I can't deny this is a really really good number for them as well. You know, um, so all right, uh, number three, what do we have? All right, coming in at number three, sliding down just one position, we have Knives Out, which brought in another $9.25 million in its third week of release, which is a 35% drop from last weekend. That brings Knives Out... Oops. Oh my gosh, hold on, what is going on here? Oh no. 
Guys, Sorry. we've been having, we've been having no, technical this difficulties is, this all is box day. office mojo foolishness, and I don't oh know what just happened. God. Okay, sorry, and I got it to work. Oh, I hate okay. this new site. <laughs> I, hate I know, it's so uh, bad, I know. <laughs> anyway, that brings Knives Out up to a domestic total of $78.9 million and a worldwide total of $162.2 million for the new Ryan Johnson film. Um. Yeah, I I'm so happy that this movie's doing so well. Um, they're not there, and it seems like um Lionsgate is like very very happy with what this movie's doing. Seventy eight million um dollars after three weeks domestic is really good. So I'm very happy that it's doing so well. Um, they only slashed like forty about forty plus theaters from from its uh, count. That's also good, and I I think this is. I wasn't expecting this to be like the um, one of the one of the go to kind of winter movies, but it does seem like a winter movie once you're watching yeah. it and stuff. It feels like very cozy, you know what Especially I mean? Especially because the sweaters have been the big takeaway, <laughs> right? And it, that's it, it, part it, of they're doing like sweater um, screenings of it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, it just feels like a very uh, like a very like a very cozy kind of movie. So I'm happy that it's doing so well. I'm happy that you know all the hate for Ryan Johnson because we do um we know that a lot of star wars fans can be bitter but knives out particularly is not probably for a lot of star wars fans so these are for the audiences whether it's like some of the down abbey audience got got into this movie as well and we know that over that over whatever audiences they'll, they'll come out you know for a movie that they want to see i know that i know the two times that i went it was an older crowd and stuff so um i am definitely happy for the movie in general yeah i mean it's only a 40 million dollar budget so after this weekend it's quadrupled that budget worldwide a uh, big success for this genre that has had middling um, films recently, but as we talked about, even the Murder on the Orient Express, people were disappointed right, with the right. movie, but it still performed well at the box office. So I think there's a craving here after Murder and now Knives Out. We're getting the other, the next Murder on the Orient Express uh, saga film coming soon with Gal Gadot um, mm-hmm. soon. So we'll see. But so far they've they've performed well, even though we only get one every couple years these days. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm happy for it. You know, at the end of the day, I I love the movie. Um, I'm very excited to see it doing really really good. And to hold it to hold its own against Jumanji and Frozen on all these like movies is really really good. So I'm happy for it. Yeah, it's um, content with big openings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frozen like, second week was huge. Jumanji opens huge. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm just happy that it's doing so well. Um. All right, so let's get into the number four spot. Okay, so now speaking of films that did not do so well, we will talk about Richard Jewell, which opened at number four, but to only $5 million in over 2,500 theaters nationwide. That is a really not good opening for the latest Clint Eastwood film, which has yet to open internationally. So that is its only number. Cinema score was an A for this film, but it does find itself in the top 50 worst openings ever. Um, yeah, I, I'm actually surprised at this number. I thought this is like the this is like that Ford V Ferrari audience or something, you know. I thought it was gonna do like at least fifteen. You know, we didn't get to do our, our um, we didn't get to do our uh, predictions last week. So I thought like at least 10 to 15, 5 million. I'm like, what's what, what's that about? What do you think? 
<laughs> I think it, they've just been the audience has been diluted. That's that's kind of my okay. guess. We've had we just talked about it. We had Knives Out. We've had a Ford v Ferrari. We had a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. We had Dark Waters. You know, we've had Midway. It's just a, this onslaught of adult aimed entertainment. Like not even just adult. A lot of older adults even. So I think. It's just too many. It's too many. And so at this point, they're like, eh, I'll either wait or, you know, I got better things to see. <laughs> yeah, definitely surprising. Um, definitely thought I was hoping for it. this Warner Brothers is getting demolished all year round. I don't know what's going on. This is a really tough year for them. Um, yeah, besides they some. To, they got to thank God for Joker. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Besides, besides some sleeper hits like Joker, I mean, maybe maybe they've had one or two more, but this is not this is not a good year for them. Um, they're gonna have to do I don't know what they're gonna have to do. They're gonna have to do some anything like mid range. They have bombed hard. They like, they, they have they have, have. Not had a breakout hit really, and and most of their big ones we've talked about it have not been hits other than Joker. And I'm trying to remember there was another one they had earlier this year that did well, but it's been rough sledding for Warner Brothers in the mid to low budget territory. Oh, it chapter two is probably the last one that that did really yeah. well for them too. Um, I and even that didn't kind of blow away expectations. I don't know what's going on. They got Doctor Sleep. They got this Richard Jewell. Um, I don't know what's happening with them. I I, I want to see. Uh, everyone likes to do a thing where they harp. Would be harp on Warner Brothers. I'm a big Warner Brothers fan. Um. I just, I just like some of these movies are just not clicking with the audiences. I don't know what's going on and stuff. Um, luckily, think, the game. Go ahead. Oh no, and I think Richard Jewell probably was hurt by that controversy. Like, I don't think the controversy was like widely spread, but I think it's like got people away that wouldn't otherwise. You know, that maybe wanted to see it, but hearing about this whole reporter who was depicted as just sleeping her way to get information and, you know, the estate coming that forward saying that's not true, the studio doubling down, it, it all just kind of was like, oh, what is, what's going on here? And then Clint Eastwood, you know, he, he's a libertarian who right. has a lot of conservative leanings to him, so he already turns off a certain subset of people, and then they get word of this, you know, supposed sexism type of thing in there, and I think maybe that had something to do with it, I don't know. Yeah, so I think, um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely can understand that. I don't know what's, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna check out the movie tomorrow with Alex. That's one of our like, one of our late Monday movies that we see that come out during the week. So we'll check it out tomorrow and see what that's about. Cause I do want to see it. I want to see what's going on with it. You know. Um. All right. Oh my god. Well, plus, and we just have to also be honest. Clint Eastwood has not. No, no, no. Over past few years, um, I mean, the Mule was okay last year. It, w- it wasn't bad. It was just there. I know American Sniper. There is a group of people who love American Sniper, but he just he hasn't been able to he, tap into to that magic he had before. And I think you know Richard Jewell wasn't quite enough to get people back on board. Yeah, I would have to agree. I guess not. You know, I I guess not. I don't um. I'm not sure what's going on with him as far as his movies. Because I, I, now I'm thinking about, like, 15, 17, Ooh. like, bombs. Like, oh it was, God, you know, so. Deservedly so. Yeah, I mean, Ooh. that's that decision decision of whatever, what of make, I, I, let me not. But just that decision was not 
good. No. Um, all right, this number five. Uh, let's, speaking let's, let's speed, of, <laughs> let's speed, let's speed through this one. I can't because <laughs> speaking of unwise decisions, uh, another failure of a remake rings us in at number five with Black Christmas 2019, which brought in 4.42 million from over 2,600 theaters worldwide. It made 7.5 million. Um, so this is again uh, one of the 30 worst openings of all time. It oh. is really terrible opening. Not the worst for Blumhouse though. So there's that. Thanks, Jim and the holograms. Um, I don't even know what that is. Five Gem and the holograms. Woo, child. It was made on five million dollars. So even for a Blumhouse, though, five million dollars, this is a terrible opening. Like this is not one of those, oh well, Blumhouse gets away with it because they make cheap films. No, no, no. This is terrible. This is I mean, I I okay, so when I saw that that Blumhouse they they got the rights to Black Christmas, um and they spent i remember i remember like putting the news on our instagram and facebook like in like may about the black christmas movie and i said they're gonna do this movie like that quick and release it this year you know what i'm saying like and i know movies have done it you know what i mean like a three yeah. month span a one month span um honey boy a honey boy honey boy like filmed only in like for only two weeks i saw the article with alma harrell and stuff but it just felt very sleazy the way this day we're doing it as far as as far as Blumhouse and like let's let's try to get it out before Christmas. You know what I mean? And um this this number is a disaster and the movie was a disaster. <laughs> like uh I have never experienced like I have never had a worse experience than Black Christmas in a long time. Cause you know I see bad movies in theaters here and there. I usually try to skip them. My worst list is not going to be that that like that like um innovative because I I skip a lot of movies that I know are going to be awful. You know that are just going to be horrific. I did not see her Serenity in theaters. I saw it not in theaters. I did not see. You know what I'm saying? I did not see Miss Bala. I did not see a lot of movies I missed because I know it's going to be trash. This movie, I I always try to give slasher movies the benefit of the doubt because there's a lot of shit like slasher movies, like you know last year's Hellfest, a lot of movies. But I sat, I was able to get through Hellfest because some of those movies have like yeah 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 that's that's what I'm saying. Oh okay, it wasn't that bad. I try to give like some, but the the point is that I try to give slasher movies. You're the one who bought it. Hold on, sorry. Right. Right? (laughs) What you say? You were the other one who bought it for Black Friday, right? I did, yeah, I did. I bought it. That's okay, what I'm saying because okay, I have a guilty because <laughs> I have a I have a guilty pleasure for slasher movies. I'm not a, I'm not like I love slash especially like, like I love the horror genre, but my favorite horror my my favorite horror genre is slasher movies. So I usually am always the one to just give it the benefit of the doubt. I have never like have had this much dislike, and I've seen some shit horror movies on sci-fi on netflix on hulu on on shuttered like you know that that app with all horror yeah. movies but this one like it's like before the horror happens let's cut you know what i'm saying it, it's so bad and the whole i thought charlie's angels like hit me over the head uh, charlie's angels did nothing compared to what like black black christmas insulted my intelligence 
I, I can't do it. It's the worst movie of the year. I know I just gave my list away, you know, for like <laughs> for top tens, but it's the worst movie of the it's so bad. I hope this movie falls off the face of the earth. I really do. I would have hated it if this movie would have got like fifteen million, you know what I'm saying? Because Blumhouse would be like, Oh yeah, let's do another one. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm glad it bombed. I'm glad. Oh, just Happy. looking back, uh even the two thousand six remake of Black Christmas, that only opened to three point seven million. Granted, it was only in fifteen hundred theaters not 2600 but i mean i don't i I guess i don't understand why we thought there was such a demand uh even the original from the 70s you know it has its place as a a slasher classic um but it's not like a ubiquitous property by any means um i was excited to get to get that female perspective on a film about sorority girls getting like stalked and hunted down um, I thought maybe a female writer and director would bring something here, and I oh. mean, they need we needed a quality female writer, and yeah, director. You, not one that I mean has no subtlety to to their f- filmmaking. My God, like, like you know, you have an issue when you have a feminist propaganda movie and women are walking out. Like women were walking out before me. Like there was one woman who got who got up. She was right next. She was like two two like maybe three chairs away from me. She got up. I'm like, okay, she's gonna get like another drink or something. This was like, and this was 20 minutes into the movie. She got up and she left. Didn't return. They never came back. I never seen her at all. Then then like around the hour mark, another one got up and left. And I said, okay, maybe same thing. She's going. She's come back for some. She went. She went out for some uh, popcorn or something. Nope, never came back. Then I was like, you know what? I don't blame these girls. This is I left when I know you and Larry saw it. I left when the attic girl said, "Does Christmas lights expire?" That's when I was done. I was like, I can't do this. I can't. This is like, this is like, this is hurting me to watch. Like, this is awful. I didn't know I will not. I will not see it down the road and buy it on Blu-ray, even if it's Black Friday. It's like two, but I can't. I cannot. I cannot. And I own the first. I earned the. I own the first two. You know what I'm saying? I own them both. Um, I can't do this movie. It's awful. Really bad. Yeah, well, I mean, you missed the most bonkers part of the film. I'm so sure I, Don't I was like, oh, you should have skipped the beginning and at least watched the foolishness go down. <laughs> it was, it was, I know I tried and I was like, listen, I know I tried to give it like, it's just. So and, and like I and then I watched like um I wanted to get like other women ex- women's expect ex- like perspective on the movie um I went I went and watched Collider's um review and Perry Nemiroff like demolished this movie and she it was awful because it's like it's bad I don't know what they they thought like if we just say men men are bad thirty times it's gonna cater to the female audience and it, it clearly doesn't you know what I'm saying well the concept was there that's my problem is the concept was there to have this fraternity you know sexism story. It was there. I mean, that could be made into a great concept, a great feminist film. And I mean, the filmmakers just didn't know what to do with it. They didn't know how to do it at all and then just produced what we got, which was not good. I am also quite shocked. It's up in the 40s on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> that's what i'm saying i said that, that rotten tomatoes maybe maybe a lot of people didn't go see it because i do notice a lot of a lot of our like go-to reviewers haven't even seen it yet so maybe a lot of people just didn't go and see it but that that should be i mean this this 44 should be a solid nine percent like poor 9%. rachel's reviews she actually went to go see it because it's a pg-13 horror and yeah. she watches like all the christmas movies period so she went and saw this i'm like oh girl oh, no, I don't know. There, there is much better um pg-13 horror for you to there watch is, than there the is. black it was, christmas 
It was bad. It was I'm I'm so because I saw the trailers and I was like, listen, I just want some fun in my slide. I I can give you the benefit of the doubt. I just need it some be a fun. Slasher. It needs yeah, to be a slasher. it needs it's a, even a slasher. <laughs> and then someone on like, cause like I don't know my. <clears throat> my tweet about the movie like oh blew God. up. Not 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 crazy, but like it got some traction. I don't know why. I just said I walked out of the theater, and then one of the comments was like, "Oh, well, sorry, I don't want to watch a woman get like demo- get like stabbed in the face." I'm like, "Well, then don't call it a horror movie. Don't like you know, it's not. That's what horror is. It's not like da 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 and then cut. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, dude, this happens like this. The only the only death that I've seen." actually seen was the the beginning one you know that's the one you watch you know you gotta sit through all the other ones are like uh, like the the music gets high the score gets high and then it cuts to like the the group again you know what i'm saying it was bad i I know it didn't do great at the box office either but i mentioned in my review i wish i wish that this was more like assassination nation like i wish they would have just went full out that was a very feminist very social justice movie that embraced it went full on and just killed it and this could have been that if it had pushed it more i guess uh you know i don't know it just uh, no (laughs) no no it was bad it's um the thing about assassination because i actually own assassination nation and i love it I think it's fantastic. You know what I mean? And that, and I agree with you because it owns what it is. If you don't like it, then don't like it. Like, but when you have a a movie, basically, that's supposed that's first of all supposed to be a remake of another movie, oh, and was, it completely yeah, it's, not a it's completely not a remake. And like the movie opens with an excerpt in the beginning about how men suck. I'm like, dude, what is going on here? You know what I'm saying? I I don't know. It's really it's just really bad. Um. It's 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 just I don't recommend anyone seeing it. Um, I I hope it gets like nine hundred thousand next week. Probably won't. If, I mean, maybe it will. It might. You know? I mean, it's <laughs> uh, it's probably gonna. I mean, one, it's horror, so you can expect a steeper drop than most other genres. Two, it was it only received a D plus cinema score, so uh, expect people not to be coming back. So you know, I see a seventy percent drop is not out of the question uh, for Black Christmas. I don't think. Whereas Richard Jewell, open light, but I think it'll have you know a decent hold next week right. probably. Right. Because uh, its audience is not going to get stolen away to go watch Star Wars. If people want to go see Richard Jewell, they're going to go see Richard Jewell and not care about Star Wars, let's be honest. Um, but Black Christmas, no. I, I think like 65, 70% drop is what we're going to see. That's my guess. Um. All right. Well, speaking of drops, oof, this Playmobil went. Or even for, is it? It, it's it's in the number I I found it. It's in the number twenty two spot. Oh, there it is. 22. Number twenty two. Woo, seventy four percent. A hundred and seventy thousand. Oh, that is one of the worst box Lee, office. Any theaters? Yeah, it's one of the worst box office openings and like just like disasters all year. You know what I'm saying? It's it, this is this is this is awful. I just really I'm like stunned that they kept it in all of those theaters when it opened yeah. small. Uh, yeah. So week two for Playmobil, 170,000 from 2,300 theaters. Uh, to give you perspective, after two weeks of release, it hasn't even cracked a million dollars. It's at uh. 992,000 worldwide. It is at 13.48 million. So worldwide oh, so audiences other... have been nicer to it than the United States. But yeah. Wow. That's actually surprising um yeah 
But I mean, yeah, maybe Germany. I haven't looked up the what the other regions have done. Uh, Playmobil mm -hmm. is a German property. Maybe they supported it more. I don't know. Uh <laughs> yeah, they um. So looking at Ford v Ferrari, they dropped a lot of theaters over the weekend. Yeah, eight hundred theaters. I think maybe again, there's just so much um, competition going on right now that Ford v Ferrari is getting taken out for some of these. Finally, we're seeing um, playing with fire drop eight hundred and seventy theaters. Um, Twenty one bridges dropped almost a thousand theaters. Dark Waters expanded. I guess we could talk about Dark Waters now up to two million after adding a hundred more theaters, and that sits at eight point eight million. So that was good. Right, the, right, right. The the big platform release of the weekend was undoubtedly Uncut Gems, which actually had a huge oh yeah, opening. huge opening, huge so, opening for that one. Yeah, yeah. Uncut Gems opened in only five theaters, but made five hundred and twenty five thousand four hundred ninety eight for $105,099 per theater average, which is great for that film. I think it's the trailer. That trailer gives me so much, like, goosebumps every time it comes on, especially in a well-sounded theater. You know, um, you've seen the trailer in theaters? Yes. Um, yeah, I think it's the trailer. I think it looks very, because every time, like I said, when I um, when I go to them, I'm always, like, interested in, to hear what people what people are thinking. So when I, when I was going to the movie theater all summer and that Charles Angels trailer come on, there's no buzz. Everyone's like, oh, that looks awful. You know, when Uncut Gems is done playing, I hear a lot of murmuring, but positive murmuring. You know what I mean? Like, I want to go see that. Or, oh, that looks that looks good. You know, um, I don't know if that if it's that if it's the weekend. I don't know if it's that base that they do for it, but it's a dope trailer. So I think that's what it is, honestly. And, added, and there's a good buzz around it so far, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, and then so, Parasite yeah. continues to ride awards raves. It's now over 20 million domestic for Parasite. Oh, great. I'm so happy for it. Amazing indie foreign number. It's at 121.3 million worldwide. What a number. That is amazing. And it's like, I mean, it's fantastic. 10. It's in the top 20 for, it's been in the top 20 for 10 yeah, weeks. Same put in number 13. Um, let's talk about, I guess, um, the other new limited releases. Bombshell opened this weekend in four yeah. theaters to 312,000, which is 78,000 per theater average, which is solid. Not as good as Uncut Gems, but still a pretty good number. Right. However, A Hidden Life from acclaimed indie director Terrence Malick did not fare so well. It opened in five years. Oh, fifty-two thousand, which is oh, 10, number twenty-eight. Yeah. yeah, number twenty-eight spot. Yeah, that's not good. Not a, not a good opening, and it already had pretty much lost most of its awards buzz. And this looks like it's going to be fizzling out on any right. award conversations it was hoping for. Right, right. Um, yeah, not no bueno for that one. Um, all right, what do we got for? What do we got for um coming in next week? First of oh, all, the um box office so far, um box office so far has been pretty good this week. Pretty good numbers. Yeah, December so far has, has delivered pretty well. Uh, again, like we said, last weekend was nothing. Uh, they pretty much just let last weekend go to waste. Uh, but this weekend, Jumanji really delivering a great number. Frozen continuing to hold as well as it has had lifted up. It made up right. for nothing last weekend, and then of course next weekend we're gonna see some gigantic numbers. Yes, let's get right into it. Next weekend, we have the opening release of Cats, baby. 
Um, <laughs> no, we have the op- we. I mean, we actually have a good amount of movies coming out in the next couple of weeks, which is really good. Yeah, but uh, Christmas, next week, lots of films. Yeah, next week we have the Rise of Skywalker and Cats. Um, yes. Now, listen, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna be honest with you about this Rise of Skywalker. Initially, I'm like, dude, it's gonna blow it out of the water. But I'm not seeing the same. And this is what I said about Endgame, though. I'm not seeing the same buzz for, like I saw, like for like Last Jedi and Force Awake. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just not feeling that same kind of. I, I think in film Twitter, yeah, we're all pumped, we're all excited. But I'm thought I'm thinking like like fans and stuff like that because like you know how amc does a thing like a big movie comes out they do they open up really really early in the morning on friday and stuff like that and let people come and see it um alex and i have plans to see it on friday friday at 8 a.m and it's like it's all it's like barely packed you know what i'm saying um and usually in avengers 8 a.m it was it was sold out 7 a.m sold out 9 a.m sold you know what i'm saying so um, I'm not seeing the same kind of buzz for the Rise of Skywalker, so I'm very interested to see what the box office is like next week. What do you What do you What are you thinking? Yeah, for that? It's, it's interesting to hear because you were you were basically the main person I knew personally that was thinking Rise of Skywalker was gonna get up anywhere near the other two. Yeah, uh, and I'm, I, I, I still wasn't think it thinking is. it. I wasn't. I didn't. I'm. I don't think it's. Uh, it, it might barely hit two hundred. Oh no, you think so? I still think it's gonna go past two hundred. I think it's gonna okay, my resting number right now for for the Rise of Skywalker, and we could be two buffoons by next week. <laughs> then the movie comes out and it does like three hundred and something million. But I, I, I I'm gonna go two oh five. Two oh five is where I'm going. I think it's still gonna pass two hundred. I, I do. I think you can't like there's no way you can go from like two what was the what was Force Awakens? Two fifty or something? Or two forty? You can't go from that, and then the, the Rise of Skywalker did like two twenty five. I remember that, but to just drop a whole like thirty, forty million, I don't know. But I, that's why I'm gonna say two hundred five. That's my resting. You're saying like what one ninety? I'm gonna say one ninety. Oh no! I hope I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong in a good way. Like it, <laughs> it blows up because I just don't want the narrative. Well, I, I can already either. see it. You know what I'm saying? I can already. You see what happens? You see what happens when you're ruined? Stop! You know I can already see it. I just I don't want to hear that. I hope it does well the same way Ryan Johnson's movie did well, and no one and I have heard nothing about Ryan Johnson the past couple of weeks. Luck, because you, you know if Nimes out would have bombed. Like bomb bomb, yeah. we wouldn't have, we would have been hearing it for weeks. You see what happens when you mess with my Star Wars? We don't go to your movie. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I hope that doesn't happen for the Rise of Skywalker. I really, really don't. You know, I really, really don't. Um, but what are you? What are you? Cats. I don't know. What's 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 going on with this? What do you think? I don't know. Uh, I it's them. so hard to gauge. I don't. Uh... I don't know why it's opening this weekend. First of all, I mean, to a point, it has a counter audience, but it's not that far off, you know, for Rise of the Skywalker. Uh, I, I just, I don't know what they were thinking. This, this should have been a Christmas Day release, if anything. I don't get it. Um, uh, and the trailers have just looked terrible to me. Um, I know some people thought they looked fun. I mean, it is a very, very popular musical. But, uh, 20? Uh, yeah, I'll go 
I don't know. I I'm gonna go fifteen. I don't want this movie to do well. It looks awful. Oh, she he said I don't <laughs> want it to do well. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like it's been rubbing me the wrong way. This is saw the first trailer, and I saw it again today, and I was like, dude, what's going on? I I'm, I'm gonna go. Uh, m- m- okay, I don't. I won't be biased. I'll say twenty. I'll say twenty because you're going up against the rise of Skywalker. Like, what are you thinking? Um, I'll say twenty. Twenty. 20 sounds good. Yeah, 20. I'm thinking I, I, I'm going to go with 20. And I don't know. I mean, I think there's definitely a chance it opens worse than that. We'll see. But yeah, I don't I don't know. It's just we'll see. Um, all righty. So you and I got some shows to talk about because um, I think next week should be our top 10 show. Uh, you know, while we talk about Star, you know, Star Wars and stuff like that, we'll talk about some top ten because it's still it's pretty much the last like big weekend, you know, of the of the uh, of the year, you know. So what do you think? You want to push it for? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it looks look. I mean, next Sunday is the twenty second, mm-hmm. and then we have the twenty ninth. The twenty ninth I'll be away, so next week probably. Oh. So next week is that good for you to do our um to do our top ten show for the year? Sure. Yeah, box office wise, we'll talk about um, biggest, biggest, biggest like box office like um, flops, and then the big, the big winners of 2019, and we'll go through that. Like we'll talk about Star Wars first, like you know, top five, like we usually do, and then we'll go into the top tens and stuff like that. So. And hope Star Wars doesn't end up on the biggest disappointments of the year. I hope it doesn't either. I really, I really hope it doesn't. Cats, Uh, though, we'll see. Cats, we got our eye on you. Oh, I don't know. Um, I have no clue about cats. I I don't know what's going on. But um, what is that budget? Cats has to have a huge budget too. That's yeah. That's so the, the like big worry about cats is, the, I mean, they have to make a lot. Ninety five million. Um, so <laughs> they have to make a lot of money. So <laughs> I mean, look up the cat. I mean, I think what they're banking on is come see your favorite people. You know, look like cats. That's what it is. It's They're just like bacon on like Andrew Lloyd Webber fans. Come see it on the big screen now. Yeah, you know, Love that's what I'm seeing in the, in the theater. That's but all I'm seeing. Theater to film adaptations are so difficult, so we'll see. Yeah, well, I don't know how it's gonna do, but um, all right, I guess that is it, everyone, for this week's box office breakdown show. I want to thank you guys, thank you guys for joining us. Um, yeah, well, Larry, won't you let everyone know where they can find you? What's coming up on your um, channel this week? Yeah, so you can find me at LC Screen Talk on YouTube as well as Instagram and Twitter. Uh, so this week, tomorrow morning, I'll have my review for Spies in Disguise up. I saw that this weekend, and the the embargo lifts on Monday. Yay for uh, finding that out! <laughs> um, and then. Probably not till Thursday. I'll have my review of Rise of the Skywalker. And then the Cats and Bombshell screenings are both on Tuesday. But I have something else I got to do Tuesday. So I won't be seeing those either. So be looking out for a Cats review probably Friday night. And Bombshell uh, maybe Friday, maybe Saturday. We'll see. I'm excited for Bombshell. I want to see it so bad for some reason. Um, So Bombshell, I'm probably going to same thing. Do that. Uh, I think I'm. I think I'm gonna do bombshell. I think I'm gonna be the only person Thursday night seeing bombshell um, because uh, Friday. I'm Friday morning. I'm when I'm doing Rise of Skywalker. And now, why are you two doing Rise on Friday? It's morning? His, it's it's because um, I'm a good friend, and it's because Alex Alex's work schedule cannot allow him to see it on Thursday night. If, if not, we would have seen it on Thursday night. 
But, I, don't know, um, I was like, I feel like all the big movies, you and Alex go Friday morning. We go Friday morning because of his work schedule. His work schedule was like awful. Like mine's, I get nice off at you three. Are. You know, yeah, mine, I get off at three and stuff. It's like it's it's like Avengers. Like I wanted to see Avengers and I wanted to see Avengers seven p.m. IMAX, but I waited, I held out, and I saw it with him like midnight. <laughs> I wait, yeah, I saw it with him like mid because those movies I want to experience with like my 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 like my friends. You know what I'm saying? Those movies like that I want to experience. Like I mean, I I could care if I see like if I see any other Bob movies Shale. alone like jumanji or any of those movies alone but like stuff like star wars and like the avengers stuff i want to see that with like alex or someone like if you guys were down here i'd wait for you until you guys were off too you know what i'm saying i know you, um, you might be a nicer friend than me <laughs> i know you'd be shitting i'm all like, I'm no, like you'd be listen, shitting. i'll see it again with you i'll go back tomorrow morning that's what i do with my friends i'm like oh, i know shit. i know but, uh, i know i can i can i can picture is that like oh hey you larry you know alex has worked tomorrow like tonight you, you want to do it tomorrow you'd be like nope i'm just going tonight so okay. um but all i've already seen it so <laughs> um Shoot, yeah I'll so him and i night or thursday night 5 p.m i'm going to the stupid <laughs> fan event thing to get my little pen or whatever oh you are you are yeah yeah, I wanted to do Thursday night seven o'clock IMAX. That's where we. That's how we saw Inf- Infinity War. We did Thursday night because he used to have Thursday offs and they were Thursday great. Um, yeah, yeah, we're still seeing it IMAX, eight AM IMAX, uh, Friday morning. Um, so yeah, yeah, but like we saw Infinity War because he used to have Thursdays off. Like his his days off were Wednesday and Thursdays. Now they're Monday and Wednesdays, and like his job is like so cutthroat. I don't know why. It's like a restaurant, you know. I don't know what goes on, but um, yeah. So <laughs> he sees it. So him and I are seeing it in the morning. I have to wait for my homeboy. So we're seeing it Friday morning, um, and then we're gonna record it at the studio. Uh, Friday, like in the afternoon. What are you doing Friday in the afternoon? You working? I'm probably seeing cats. I mean, yes. Also, I forget your afternoon means my like middle of the day. <laughs> so yes, I'll still be at work. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, um, yeah. But as far as that, everyone, that's what you, you can expect. As far as this week, um, uh, tomorrow we'll see Richard Jewell, so we'll probably do a review for that later on. Um, I'm gonna try to get our Jumanji and Black Christmas reviews out tomorrow as well. Just today oh, got got when ahead is, of me. When's the well, last time you saw every new release of the weekend, Dwayne? Oh, listen, I've been trying. I told you it's not by choice sometimes. You'd be thinking I'm, I'm just, I'm just I'm like, oh, dang, he's going to see all three of the new releases this weekend. <laughs> Look at Dwayne. Um, I will never be as work, as much of a workhorse as you are. I don't know how you'd be doing all these damn screenings. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just screenings. like, I'm like, child, this was not the weekend to start it, though. I don't know what the heck. There's, a, <laughs> I don't know why you chose this weekend to get on board and see all of them because, woo, uh, um, we got some all- misses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and all people because listen, I Black Christmas, I gave it a chance. I wanted to see. Oh, I love horror. I, I love horror, and I, I want. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> I wanted to give it a chance. I love horror. I knew it was gonna pro- probably be awful, but as long as it's Dwayne slasher fun awful, then I'm fine. But it was it wasn't that, you know. Um, but as far as us, as far as our schedule goes, uh, most likely Wednesday will be our world show. Uh, yeah, Wednesday I have the studio for Wednesday. So Wednesday's a world show. Um, Thursday will probably be Bombshell. Friday mid Friday in the afternoon will, will be our Rise of Skywalker review. Um, I'll probably try to do a do a, a review for um, like a spoiler review for Rise of Skywalker as, as well with some of you guys. We'll see how that works out. But our big Cinemania World Awards show 
is now scheduled for January 1st, 2020. Uh, we are going to announce the, uh, we got to see everything. So after Christmas, um, when everyone gets a chance to probably check out Little Women and like 1917 and stuff, Hopefully. that's, yeah, that's when we'll, hopefully everyone can check it out. I know I'm going to be checking those out next week. Um, How many theaters does 1917 even open on, though? I don't know. I'm or, nervous. I know I it has it, a wide release in January. That's yeah, I know. I'm, I'm I'm hoping it opens in, I know, I know it has to open in Boston. I know it has to. It has to, because I'm going to be very disappointed if it doesn't. Um, and then Just Mercy is also on Christmas. Uh, Clem- yes, I need to see Clemency. Yeah, Clemency is the 27th. So we still have some stuff to see before we, like, make our final decisions on, um, um, and then everyone has to see Spies in Disguise too, because we want to try to get that into. If we see, if we have to get that into animated, um, so we want everyone to try to catch as much as they can before the end of the year. And then nominees will probably be like that last weekend of December will be our nominees. So for for fan voting, same thing when I did what I did uh, earlier this year, I put it on. I'll put the nominees on Twitter, and you guys comment with gifts or whatever you want to do. Um, and I'll put it up on my on our Instagram as well. So yeah, but the the actual show itself is gonna be a long show. It's gonna be January first. Um, right now, the um, the panel for that show is me. Um, we got me, uh, Larry, Alex, uh, Hannah, and I think Christian and, and Tyler for that show. Um, we'll see. I'm gonna try to split everything up because it's supposed to be a three part, like you know a long show so stay tuned for that um but yeah that should be fun i'm excited for that um everyone please go check out the first episode of um let's talk that is the show where i conduct a deep dive with uh some of my film friends like from the community so whether that's on film twitter or somebody from the uh cinemania world team the first episode is doing shockingly really really well everyone wants to learn about people i guess and everyone wanted to learn about hannah now larry when can i get you on oh lord (laughs) no we'll see i got plans for larry oh lord (laughs) um yeah but um some of the some of the upcoming guests for that show everyone if you're interested to know if you didn't see my tweet earlier um lucy bugless larry i have larry down i have alex i have tyler i have um pat i have christian i have kobe mack i have uh matt neglia a lot of joe ganey i have a lot of interview oh kayla spencer so there's a lot of interviews coming up so stay tuned for all of that, check out number episode one is available, so check check that out. And that is it so far, everyone. I'm still trying to figure out the dates for our top ten stuff, so I'll figure that out this week. And that is it, everyone. We will talk to you later. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. <laughs>